Hello, everyone. Chaplain Philip here with you again. What glorious weather we've been having lately. It reminds me of the time I spent as a pastor in northern Maine. Cold, snow, ice, bitter blowing wind, white knuckle driving, a struggle to keep the house warm, and worrying that your water pipes might freeze. Yeah, this week and last week had brought back all those warm, treasured memories. When Janelle and I got up last Thursday morning, we had no water. The pipes had frozen in the makeshift well house over our concrete water reservoir. During the summer, I'd installed a heat tape on the piping coming out of the reservoir, insulated the pipe and pressure tank, and rigged a tarp over the whole structure to keep out the wind. Completing the well house was a project that didn't get finished before cold weather set in. Cold weather which terminated all outdoor projects and this was one of them. Parentheses. Everything about getting our homestead finished seems to be a matter of what is most urgent, determined by what has to be done now and what must be put off until later. As we used to say in the Army, what's the five-meter target here? The 50-meter target will just have to wait. End of parentheses. Up until this severe cold snap, my makeshift well house had worked just fine. We'd hoped to get through the winter and finish it properly once it got warm enough to work outside without freezing. Well, unfortunately, that didn't happen. I'm sure you're all familiar with the old saying, the best laid plans of mice and men so often go astray. Why mice? I'll have to look that up. On Thursday, the water situation became a five-meter target. So, to make a long, cold story short, I spent four days replacing a faulty solenoid pressure switch, a clogged pressure gauge, rusted, corroded, galvanized piping, and soaked, useless insulation. I also added a thermostatically controlled heater that keeps the well house space toasty warm now. And thankfully, most importantly, we now have water. By the way, who uses galvanized pipe with hard water that has lime in it? Now I have brass and stainless steel fittings which should prevent problems in the future. That was an aside, I'm sorry. I've told you my tale of woe as a lead-in to the subject on my heart today. I want to talk about obstacles. If you live on planet Earth, you'll experience them. They're everywhere. My most recent obstacle was frozen pipes and no water. Some obstacles come from the enemy of souls who's adept at throwing them in our path. Others are a result of our own poor planning. I kind of think that my frozen pipes was a result of my own poor planning. Fellow human beings are also good at creating obstacles for themselves and for others. And then life itself presents obstacles across the spectrum. The unvarnished truth in all of this is we will experience obstacles. Since it's impossible to avoid them, we must prepare to deal with them. I say this to myself as much as I say it to you. I'm often discouraged by them. Are you as well? We can see obstacles in our way and respond to them with gloom and doom, or we can see them as opportunities, as challenges for us to overcome. I must admit that when I realized we had no water on Thursday morning, I was anxious and worried, and I spent time sputtering. 
Do you ever do that? Feel anxious and worried when you meet an obstacle and then spend time sputtering? Just remember, confession is good for the soul. Just like recognizing a weakness can keep us humble and dependent on God, as well as dependent on each other. I ask God to help me solve our water crisis, to give me insight and wisdom to find the problem, fix it, and to make things better than they were before the obstacle showed itself. By the way, I sent up quite a few prayers during this experience, not just one. God answered my prayers. I praise him for preventing this situation from becoming an expensive, horrific disaster. I was able to restore the system, fix problems that I had not seen before, and put the completion of the well house at the top of my project list as soon as it warms up outside. Obstacles can be a blessing in disguise. Since we'll deal with them all of our lives, let's find a way to change them from being a curse and let God make them turn them into a blessing. Obstacles can build your prayer life and strengthen your relationship with God. King David was adept at bringing all of his obstacles to God in prayer, and he had a lot of them. He also spent a lot of time sputtering about them while he prayed. That gives me courage. If you're going to sputter about them, why not talk to God about them while you're sputtering? He's going to hear you sputtering even when you're not praying. In Psalm 142, verses 1 and 2, the NIV version, David sputters and pleads with God concerning his obstacle. Here's what he says. I cry aloud to the Lord. I lift up my voice to the Lord for mercy. I pour out before him my complaint. Before him, I tell my trouble. Then, after God acts on David's complaint, David praises him. Here's one of his praises in a psalm that comes earlier. Psalm 3, verses 4 and 5. I call out to the Lord, and he answers me from his holy mountain. I lie down and sleep. I wake again, because the Lord sustains me. Every time we bring our troubles to God, he turns our obstacles into blessings. Yes, even my frozen water pipes have become a blessing. I have new confidence every time that God acts on my behalf that he is my deliverer and my sustainer. Actually, he's interested in every little thing that happens in my life and in every little thing that happens in your life as well. I don't like obstacles. I don't think I ever will. I doubt that you will learn to like them either. But they do help us all in the learning and growing process. Hear what the Apostle Paul says in Romans 5 verses 3 to 5. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Well, if that's how we grow, then bring on the obstacles. The praise song, Hills and Valleys by Torrin Wells, echoes these thoughts, assuring us that God will always be there, walking through all the obstacles in our path. Until next time, I'm Chaplain Philip, and as always, may God bless you today.